Listeners will never know what happened in the legendary Lost Nine Minutes. They will not. What's up, fandom? I'm Josh. And I'm Meg. And today we have a fun little episode for you. We're going to be doing a chill and chat episode where we're going to be talking about a little of this, a little of that, you know, all kinds of fun stuff. Uh, and, and one thing that we're going to be talking about is very, is very near and dear to Meg and I's hearts. However, we do differ on some things. Like, like, for example, my starters, Bulbasaur, and oh, wait, no, we're talking about Bleach. Okay. Yeah, we're talking about Bleach. We're talking about, uh, we're, we're not talking about terrible Pokemon. Then my starter is Byakua. Uh, you know what I, know what I mean? From Room. Mm, that's bad. Sorry. <laughs> Gotta, this is, this is a show for children. It's not. It's so lovely. <laughs> Children's Carnival. How are, how man. is Disney gonna take us seriously again? They don't call anymore. I'm just kidding. Disney they listening? They stopped. Uh, they no. listened for a bit and then they don't care no more. No. Yeah. Yeah. You know that happens. Um. So Meg, uh, what's how's how's it been going this this week? You've been doing been doing good. I need you to tell me what's been happening on the internet. Uh, my sister. There's a boat uh, that stuck and everyone lost their mind. <laughs> Yeah, that's the one thing I know is that there is a boat stuck in the Suez Canal. And uh, otherwise, I am internetless. Uh, I had a sister visiting for two weeks. And then for the two weeks preceding that, one of my other sisters, at my request, uh, changed my Twitter password because I had some deadlines coming up. And I'm like, I've got to cut down on whatever I can. Anyway, long story short is uh, I asked for the password back like a week ago and she hasn't got back to me yet. So <laughs> I don't know what's happening on the internet. That's hilarious. Um, well, uh, yeah, the boat got stuck. Justice mm-hmm. League came out. Um, people were happy about that. <gasps> the Snyder uh, Cut. The Snyder Cut did come out. Uh, our episode on that comes out tomorrow, which by the time this airs, it came out a while ago. Um, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think what other there's there's that one guy who who sang a song that one dude that's like dressed like a cowboy he's got red hair like a cowboy yeah he did that cowboy song old town road that's it that guy Lil nas x yes so i think he did again i don't know I've, i've only seen pictures but it looked like him because of the red hair um but he's like on a like stripper pole and everyone did I, I don't know i don't know i have no clue nice i don't i don't i try not to pay attention but there were a lot of gifts of like people looking up and there's the dude on the stripper pole doing the 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 dances and stuff like that the the best one was uh Elian grant from jurassic park it's like right when they're like <laughs> looking at the brachiosaurus for the first time and they see him up there and i'm like good job that was good that's a good one so ready media. ready welcome to lonasix park yeah, yeah, we should get Jurassic Park on on the soundboard too. Um, yes, one day we um, should get like the specific T Rex roar. No, they have the the one that gets used a lot. I think didn't they they mm-hmm. use that in uh, Godzilla too? Didn't they? The one with Broderick. I think they made. I have. do not know. I think we use it in Camp Cretaceous. You should. I think you can i think i think that's the 
the Netflix intro, like we don't have opening credits. We just have this really cool title card. That's like Netflix presents on the gates. And then Rexy busts through it and does her big roar. It's uh, great. You, you also have like, I think it says like DreamWorks and then it does like the puddle ripple or maybe it's oh, Netflix yeah. and it does the puddle ripple. Mm-hmm. And then Rexy comes uh, through. We have the globe that says DreamWorks and then it turns and says Amblin. And then it's like a Netflix original series. And does Maybe the thing. gates say Jurassic World current creatures. I think it just says the name of the show yeah. and then it like busts through and you're like, yep. ah. um, and you're like, the kids are going to die. Season three comes out May 21st. And I'm, I'm very excited. excited. Yes. My favorite episode I worked on in the whole show is in season three. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm, I'm ready for it. Uh, it's one of those uh, after everyone got at last season. Uh, <laughs> it, it's one of those, I'm like, Oh yeah, these, these these kids they still there, um, and no one's come to get them yet. No and it's been months. It's, it's been, been months, and months. no one's come to get them. It's been months. It's been months. Uh, They're eating frozen pizzas. Which, by the way, I gotta say that's kind of lazy. Like the frozen pizza, like not not on you guys, but like on the uh, uh, the park for the not park. serving fresh food. Exactly. I'm like, what? Why would you freeze dry individual pieces of pizza? That seems a little bit much. Mm-hmm. Like, I understand like cost saving measures, but I mean it's Jurassic World. Efficiency. Hammond they would spared, not. Listen, they, they spared, spared some expense. expense. <laughs> we spared no expense except in the food. That's all, you know, frozen, and yeah. it, we do not have a Wendy's on the island. Nada. Yeah. It is also kind of sad that there's only is is that like the only I don't I don't know how Jurassic World works. Is that the only area where there's food? Uh that's the only area I believe where there's guest food. Yeah. Okay. Like there I'm sure there's an employee cafeteria somewhere. I having worked at a theme park, well, I feel like the there's VIP a kid would have access to that. Well, no, I, I guess he can't get into his They probably own have like special caterers for the VIP. That's fair. That's people. fair. Yeah, the very important people, people. Yep, the VV, the VIPP. What? Yeah, the uh, VVIPP. The VVIPP. Very, very, very important very. people, people. Um, yes, as established in season two, Kenji does know where his penthouse is, but his dad changed the locks when he failed his math test, so he can't get in. It's very sad. Which was good. I'm just like, that's pretty good. That's pretty baller. Um. That does that does kind of suck though, because I mean, mm-hmm. I, it mm-hmm. would be hilarious if in that room there's just like there's like sat phones, uh, somehow a boat. It's just in the room, just ready to go, <laughs> like a boat with a map of like to the mainland of Costa Rica, and you're like, oh yeah, that's pretty cool. It's, it's uh, the penthouse is actually a transformer. Yeah, that would be so cool. It's just like, uh, yeah, penthouse bot, can you like take us back home? And he's like, you got it. It's like, and he's gone. Um. That's crossing the streams of mm-hmm. we got two different things. And then an alien from uh, the aliens thing comes out. And okay. Sigourney Weaver's like, get away from her. you Because that would still work because all the dinosaurs are female. So I, mean, I actually had a dream this week that there was a twist on Camp Cretaceous where E.T. crash landed. And we had a Spielberg cinematic universe. So the one that comes to great. save them is Indy? Does Indy, Indiana Jones <laughs> come to save him? And then he meets Harrison Ford and it's like, like he meets Han Solo. And it's like, wait a second. 
That would, I would. And I they would try to, to get that. off the island and then Jaws eats the Mosasaurus. Oh my gosh. That would be, that's Jaws 3 because they'd never make a second one. It's just the Mosasaurus. Actually, the, there was a large prehistoric shark called the Megalodon, I believe, which Jason is the subject Statham of the movie. Was in that movie. The Meg, but yeah. Starring the best actor who's ever acted and who should have been Wolverine, Jason Statham. Was it you who doesn't like Hugh Jackman, but he's too I'm, tall? I'm, yeah, he's too tall and pretty. Okay. Like Hugh Jack, I mean, Wolverine, he's an ugly man. Not to say that Jason Statham is ugly. Jason Statham is a very pretty man, but I don't know where I was going with that. Anyway, um, so we've, we got that stuff. Uh, I, I've been doing the Pokemon cards. Um, getting, gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all. Uh, gotta find the ones that are expensive and the other ones, you just trash them because they're garbage. Um, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I actually donate those. So like the ones that like, nice. I don't need, like, I just like, here, you can have them. Um, yeah. So that's, that's fun. Uh, what else is there? Oh, have you been keeping up with the, uh, the Star Trek Voyager documentary? No. So, uh, I know that it exists. Yes. And they're, did their Kickstarter wrap? Uh, I think it's still going, but they hit a million. They just hit a million. Okay. That was their big milestone. Nice. I'm um, gonna donate. I just haven't yet. I I did because I was open like, up that like, window I, right now. I watched the uh, I watched the DS9 one and I thought that was great. And I was like, sweet. I, I wish I would have you know been more aware of that one when it was doing its its thing. Um, but yeah, so yeah, I, I donated to this one and I'm like, heck yeah, that's that's pretty dope. Uh, and they're doing like a they they had like an offer where it was like you can get like a signed script by somebody that was on the thing and i was like i'll take a signed Sweet. script i mean like it was, it was like 20 bucks so i'll do a signed script have you been listening to the delta flyers no so garrett wong and robbie mcneil who played ensign harry kim and tom paris are doing an episode by episode rewatch podcast of voyager that's hilarious it's really good anyway i support them on patreon it's very fun that's awesome all right. Ever, uh, it, it'll be nice. Um, ow, because uh, since since they hit a million dollars, they were like special, never before seen Voyager stuff. And I'm like, maybe it's the episode where Harry chooses the wrong twin. And like, <laughs> the running joke throughout the show that Always we know nothing so about. Anxious about transporter accident twin episodes. I'm always or or like time stream alternate universe like because there is there is a Voyager episode where uh, there's a, a time split and there's two Voyagers and everyone except Harry Kim dies on one ship and then our original Harry Kim dies on the other ship. I'm not, I can't remember in the episode if it's clear, like which ship is the original, but they get the Harry Kim from the alternate universe and just keep going like nothing happened. Like they get a bunch of people though, don't they? Mm-hmm. Oh, like, that's. I, or wait, I'm thinking of like the longest, the longest year or something like that. What oh, episode uh, was that? The year from hell. Something like that. It was. I think it was a two part one. They did the same thing where it was like there were two Voyagers and like half the crew had died on one and the other half had died on the other one and they were like, okay, let's bring this crew over, over here because like I think, I can't remember Naomi's mom. I think she died in yeah. one and then Naomi died on the other one. And then they were like, oh, snap, we have a solution. And they were like, they brought them together 
And like I think they did that like a bit and it was so, it was really good. I think Chakotay died on one and then they brought him to the other one. Okay, so uh theme of the podcast is you can be spoiled for anything at any time. So in Doctor Who came out like 20 years ago. <laughs> I know, but now I'm now I'm shifting gears to Doctor Who, which came out 10 years ago. Uh the David Tennant episodes where we go to this alternate earth where Rose's parents never had her. But her dad's there and he's alive, even though he's like clearly not her dad because they never had Rose in this reality. And her mom dies in that universe. But uh, like a season later, we intersect with them again. And the dad from this alternate universe and the mom from our, you know, prime Doctor Who universe, they end up getting together. And I'm like, I know these two people look like who you've lost, but you've had very, very different life experiences. Mm -hmm. And it's. It's not the same person. I don't mind when it's like a, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not saying that I, I mind that it happened, but it's still like, it. it's this extra layer of sadness. Well, well, that happened with David Tennant too, remember? Because I mean, he becomes oh, like yeah. a mortal Ugh. and then you're just like, well, so we've got mortal doctor, but it's not the same as doctor doctor, even like though it technically is the exact same person, same memories, same everything, yeah. except he's only got one heart now. Uh, so me. Uh, he needs you. That's very me. Yeah. And I'm just like, I will say the best part about that episode when they go and do that, um, mm -hmm. is they do the thing where like this future alternate reality has Zeppelins. And I'm like, yeah, I that's, love that's when alternate realities have Zeppelins. <laughs> Zeppelins are wonderful. Like I understand why we got rid of them because they're kind of slow, um, and flammable, but like, I think Zeppelins were dope. I think we should have stayed with Zeppelins. It would be so cool. We should bring them back. Like, bring back Zeppelins 2014. Restore the mm -hmm. Snyderverse. Restore the Zeppelins. I'm all for that. Uh, I think I gave you the wrong Voyager title. I think Year of Hell is like a bunch of people die, but they end up jumping back in time one year. So they never experience. It. I think the one with uh, the dude that played Red Foreman from uh, that '70s show. I think he's like the commander or something of that one. Yes. Like the one that's like yeah, them the entire time. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know. I know because I saw um, several gifs of that. As so, we had the the year mark of the pandemic uh, a couple weeks ago. Mm -hmm. but people have been saying for the last two months that we're almost at the year mark of the pandemic. And I'm like, it's January. We're not, um, I know time's not real, but you can't say in January that we're almost at March 13th. Anyway, I saw a lot of gifs uh, from that Voyager episode, which I think is season four year of hell during. Well, I months. mean, that's just when America shut down. That is like, true. The rest of the world had it like, let's be real, like November under control, a lot <laughs> like November, December. No, uh, we just didn't say, know what it was. So, yeah, like, in to me, it's like every, anyone that you know got the flu, um, in like, like, because like that flu year, October, November, December, January, mm -hmm. it's like anybody that got it then very possibly could have had COVID, except they didn't know what to look for. It was just like, oh, they died of flu. And mm -hmm. yeah, so I could see that. We're doing downer subjects. We are. Uh, what perk should I get for the Voyager Kickstarter? I'm thinking the Replicator Coffee Co. shirt. 
there's coffee in that nebula. I think I did that. That's that's a that's season one Janeway, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Oh, did you see the concept art, or I guess the art for uh, Prodigy that they released like a couple weeks ago? I did with the with the cast of the new kids. All aliens, and I'm like, dope. Only have aliens (sighs) on that show, except Janeway, because I mean she's there. But everybody else, everyone else on that show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I want I want only aliens. I'm really excited. And there was like a, a line of concept released with it that like they're not Starfleet kids. They're kids who've like discovered a wrecked Starfleet ship. Mm-hmm. So now I'm like, is it really Janeway? Is it a hologram? Is she contacting them from a distance? I don't know, but I want to find out. I'm very curious. I can't wait for Prodigy to happen. It'll be it would be really cool if they find a ship and maybe there's like there's a command thing i mean they did that on discovery like there's like a whole holograph thing like with the survivor in there um but it would it'll be it would be cool if they find this ship and somehow like send out a distress beacon and get in touch with janeway and janeway's like okay i'll show you how to do this ship because i'm admiral at this point Catherine janeway the most badass of all starfleet captains i know how to do every single thing on my ship and I will show you how to do everything. Did I ever tell you about my Janeway moment? Uh, no. Okay, so in Utah, there is a place called the Krista McAuliffe Space Center, which is rebuilding a brand new facility right now. It is the number one field trip destination in Utah because it is a Star Trek simulator. <gasps> what? Uh, so they have- like the one that they took from Vegas? <laughs> maybe like the star trek experience i loved that have did you ever get to go to the star trek experience i did i did our family went on vacation once it was great i remember looking at like the props and costumes and stuff and being like ah so uh at the chris mccallough space center um they have a small ship for like only six people they have what's called their voyager which is like a simulator for 40 people and so you would get special permission to do an overnight field trip there where like all of our fifth grade class or sixth grade classes would go up like over the weekend. Um, and you would, you would learn and do science stuff as well. Um, but then you would get cast as your role on the ship and you'd get to do a star Trek mission on a simulator. Um, and so I'd been a handful of times before. So I'd done like tactical and I'd done security and like they have uh, like bigger kids who run it and like dress up as aliens and intruders and try and get on the mm-hmm. ship and like talk with you over the comm screen and everything. But sixth grade, I got to be captain and it was on the smaller ship. And there, uh, if you're captain, you have an earpiece where you can talk to and ask for hints for the guy in the basically the guy in the booth running the Mm -hmm. adventure, but my batteries went out on my headpiece. So I was like alone in space. Oh my gosh. Um, And the guy who was our helmsman was, you know, it's sixth grade and some kids get big really fast. And so he was like this really big guy. And he was pretty miffed that like I got to be captain and he didn't. So there was a bit where Klingons are closing in on us and we can either do a firefight with the Klingons, or we can fly through this asteroid field because we had a bunch of hostages we had saved from the Klingons and we're trying to get away with them. So you did the Kobayashi Maru? Uh, No, I decided that we were going to fly through the, 
we were going to fly through the asteroid field and put the safety of our rescued hostages above everything else. And this guy flat out refused. He's like, we're not going to fly through. It's impossible. Our shields are too low. We'll get blown up. And I'm like, if we fight the Klingons, we'll get blown up. And he's like, I'm not going to fly us through. And I remember very specifically being like, what would Jane Way do in this situation? Because I was already like a huge Trekkie, even in sixth grade. And so I stand up and I'm like, you're relieved of duty. And he's like, what? And I remember even like taking out my earpiece because it was just like, so I had this big moment where I stand up and I'm like, you're relieved of duty, stand over there. I'm going to fly us to the asteroid field. And I did. And we saved all the hostages. Way to go, Deanna. It was great. That's that's dope. Uh Man, that well, I mean, that was the Kobayashi Maru, wasn't it? Like, there's like no, there's uh, a stranded ship, and then the Klingons like it's in the neutral zone, and like the Klingons are and, there. Like three boards, like three ships come in, and yeah. it's supposed to teach the captains how to face an unwinnable situation. But mm-hmm. Kirk's a little cheater. He is like throw that at him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I met Kate Mulgrew once, not. Anything, it was at a convention. Mm-hmm. I was like, I would have been like 16. Um, but it was it was really, really cool. Because it was one of those like, you have you ever been to like a Star Trek convention or one of those big conventions where it's like one person and there's a line of like 100,000 people and like the handlers are like, all right, get your stuff signed and get out the way. There's like a whole crowd of people. And so she was doing this and then like I was the youngest and I think probably the one of the only boys, uh, and like nice. I think I was I think I was her son's age at the time, Aww. and so like she stopped and talked to me for like ten minutes, and the people that were at the convention were pissed, <laughs> but it was great. I was just like I don't care. It's, it's Kate Mulgrew's gonna talk to me, so mm-hmm. uh, it was it was really fun. She's very very nice. Um, I wish I would have Star Trek though. That would have been super cool. Well, you still can. Someday we'll take a, a What's Up fandom trip to Utah and I'll take you all to the newly refurbished Chris McAuliffe Space Center because you can book it for grown-up parties too. I was about to say, can we when contact the kids them and make it to where like we can do this? Like, cause I'll bring people. We can bring like a good amount of people and we can star yeah. the track out of this thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. I think it'd be fantastic. Um, oh, uh, real quick, uh, one last bit of news. Let's go to anime. Let's talk about anime. Um, I knew a girl in high school called anime. That's, that's actually a joke from the Big Bang Theory. That sounds like a joke from the Big Bang Theory. Uh, did you watch the Big Bang Theory? Uh, I ended up watching a couple seasons of it because one of my friends back in Utah really loved it. Whenever I was hanging out at her house, we always had like something going on the TV. So I've watched, I think, the first two or three seasons. I watched it for a while until, I don't know, something clicked in me. And then I was like, oh, they're actually making fun and not like embracing. That was, the jokes are like, they say a nerdy thing. So whenever a pop culture thing is referenced, the audience laughs. And I'm like, we all know what these references are. These are popular cultural references. Yeah. They're not funny on their own. Yeah. It's it's just one of those like and like I think the laugh track like was doing it because it was like, oh, this is supposed to be funny, like laugh mm-hmm. tracks are supposed to do. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Something happened in like a, a, a switch turned and I was like, oh, this bad, bad big bang theory. So I stopped. Um, but anyway, anime. Uh, I like Sheldon and I like Penny and the rest of the characters I don't really care for. 
Yeah, they're not that great. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, the season finale, or the the final season season finale of uh, Attack on Titan came out today. And a Jaeger. That's not the lyrics. I mean, the ones that are great is like da 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 with the bees and the eagles. But it's like, like I love when people like make up their own lyrics for it. It's amazing because um, the only like English in there, but is German, is just when they yell Jaeger, and you're like, ah, yeah, I know, I can say that. Jaeger. I saw a video of a an orchestra performing that for a concert, and the whole audience, when it gets to that point in the song, they all scream Jaeger, and it was it was really cool. I wish I'd been there in person. There was there was a a con. I think the first like one of the first. It, it would have been like uh, uh, what's that anime convention that's in L.A. It may have been actually it may have been Sack Anime. It may have been Sack okay. Anime that they did it. Um, but it is it's like the first time that like the the majority of the English cast is there and like they're mm-hmm. playing the first episode and so like. They're like, all right, guys, sing. And everyone's like, uh, and then it gets to like the Jaeger and like, everyone's like, oh, we know this Jaeger. And it's hilarious. I was just like, yeah, that's the only, they don't speak mm-hmm. Japanese. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but they, they've, so season finale, final season, season finale. Uh, so series, out, series wrap. Oh, well, today uh, was the last episode, which I'm caught up in the manga and we're like 30 chapters before we're supposed to end. Like, oh, where uh yeah it's it's weird so it was like so is this gonna be the final episode of the series because like we're not gonna get there like they're not gonna get there um but apparently um i guess like after after the credits of this episode uh they announced that uh attack on titan final season part two is coming out winter of 2022 okay so a long time from now um, I binged all of Attack on Titan around, I think, 2014, where the second season had just come out. I think that's about right, uh, 2014, so, yeah. Yeah, so I watched it up through there, but I'm not current on the manga, and I haven't watched past season three. There was a gunfight at the beginning <laughs> of season three with this cowboy guy, and I'm like, oh, oh Okay. Yeah, it's like, oh, we have guns now. But you're like, oh, yeah, we've had guns, but now we actually use guns. We've got pistols now and not rifles. Um, It was weird. Like, I skipped a lot. Like, I I skipped the majority. Like, I stopped, like, halfway through season two. And I was like, I don't care anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I just started reading it, which is tough because the art is terrible. Um, The art's very different from the anime. And like, I can see where they try and emulate some of the line quality in the anime, which like gives, of course, the show its own like really unique look. Um, But I don't enjoy the art style of the manga as much. Yeah, I, I, but I was was like, you know what? I'm just going to get through it. And I'm glad I did because it got really good. Um, I finally like more than like two characters in that entire, entire thing now. Which is were nice. they Mikasa and Levi? Oh, never a fan of Mikasa. Never. Okay, so never. was it Levi and never Irvin? a fan of Levi? Armin. I always loved okay. Armin, and I always loved Jean. Okay, those were my boys. Oh, okay, I can see my that. My boy I can Jean. See that. I was like Jean, um, just because he's just like so bad, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. but he has the most character growth 
through anybody in the entire series. And I'm like, nice. yes, yeah, that's Johnny Boy. He's the best. And then, yeah, so we won't spoil anything. So you don't know the who characters the are? I, I have a vague idea. Wait, no, because I saw through season two. And I know several characters who are Titans, more than two. So I mean, it's I know. okay, we can spoil that. Okay, yeah. So I know that I know who the Colossal Titan is and the Armored Titan, and I know about Ymir. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that there's basically we're like a zoo island. Yeah, yeah. That's like the 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 island that they're all on. It's like, yeah. oh yeah, by the way, we're on an island that everyone hates. It's like it's weird because it's like the island that time forgot. Because like uh-huh. there's other places like Japan's there. It's not really Japan. Oh. They call it something else, but that's where uh, Mikasa and Levi are from. Okay. And, and it's like, oh yeah, Ackerman. Yeah, that's not a mistake. You're like the same. You're you're part of the same family, and you guys are what? just yeah. They're that's just like, cool. They're like super badass. Like cousins. Or like distant? yeah, like cousins, like cousins, okay, basically. And they have special things like they can't get turned into titans, and they have like enhanced oh. physical abilities. That's why they're both ba as hell. Um, but okay. yeah, it's 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 fun. Um, you know Zeke? Have you have you met Zeke, the big the big titan? The big He's beast the titan? monkey titan. Yeah, beast. Sorry, beast titan. The beast not titan. Monkey titan. Uh, his name is Zeke Jaeger. Yeah, yeah, so he's, he's like uh, Aaron's uncle. He's Aaron's half brother. Gross. Yeah. On his dad. Oh, it would have to be his dad. Yeah, side. his daddy. Uh, yeah, his dad. But kind of like played for both sides. Old. Uh, I mean, it's it's one of those like. Um, yeah, it's his brother, and you're just okay. like, oh, okay, cool. Um, it's the beard. The beard makes him look super old, which they change later on. Like everybody gets like a, a glow up basically. Um, and everyone looks all pretty. So how much of, and this will kind of bleed into our bleach discussion as well. How Spoiler, much of attack on Titan? Yeah. How much of attack on Titan do you think was planned from the beginning? And how much do you think was kind of grown as the author went along? I think the first two seasons were planned. I don't think anything else was just because it goes so off the rail. It goes Mm -hmm. so off the rail that like he gets to the point like right before uh, where season three and season four go. uh, He's just like four year time skip. We'll just do it. We're just going to do a four year time skip. I I don't know what to write right now. uh, Four year time skip. And so, yeah, we completely skip everything. We get introduced to new characters. We learn so much about like the Titan program. Like there's this whole other country and like with Annie and Bertolt and uh, uh, Reiner, Mm -hmm. they're candidates. And so basically someone gets, gets to become one of these special Titans and there's like seven of them. We don't get to meet all of them. Um, But once somebody becomes one of these Titans, they only have 27 years to live. Then at when they reach 27, they like die and then it gets reincarnated. Like, unless they're able to, uh, there's another candidate and that candidate eats the flesh of the Titan uh, of that person. Then what happened? Like there's a reincarnation thing and then it just gets reincarnated into somebody else in this, uh, somebody else in this country. 
So there's this okay. whole this this whole thing, and you figure out like you find out like oh yeah that was their mission. They were children, Annie, Berthold, and Reiner, and they got sent across the wall, and they're running for their lives because they're like all right you go attack these guys, and they're like we are woefully unprepared. We are children, um, and they're being attacked by these titans, and they're they're trying to run like Annie's running them like part of the way uh, from these titans because like all the regular titans they want to eat these special titans. Oh, okay. basically become them. So it's this whole thing of like all, the, that's why like all the titans, like when they, they attack Aaron just for no reason, or they start attacking their own people because like they want to eat those, those special titans. And so like, there's this whole thing, like they, like they're running and they get to Wall Maria. So very first episode, they get to Wall Maria and they're like, oh snap, this is, we're gonna this have is to a do big so wall. It's like this is a big wall, and we're gonna die on the other side. That's when Bertolt turns into the colossal titan, okay. kicks the wall in, and then it's like the only the reason that they had to break through Wall Moravia. Yes, it was part of their mission, but it was like they were gonna die either way. I like that. It's really good. Like when that happened, I was like, "That's really good. That's a really good story." It was a really good episode, and it was like a really good like two chapters that we got from that. And I was like, mm -hmm. "This is great." And then they do other stuff and they're like, why was this here? <laughs> like, this doesn't make any sense. This this doesn't matter. And then I'm they always, kill oh. some of our characters. Sorry, uh, they kill some of our characters, which is very sad. Rip. Uh, I'm always really fascinated by, especially long-term stories that like survive way past their intended end date because they're so good at the beginning um, that, you know, as the creators, you kind of like have to push it. I'm listening to a Supernatural podcast right now. Uh, like you it's, do it's called monster of the week it's really fun i'm very That's much enjoying it perfect name for it mm -hmm. um they're not even done yet they started back in 2017 and they cover like three episodes of show per episode of podcast wow. and i think they're only on like season 12 or 13 uh good lord <laughs> yeah so yep but the end is in sight for those boys but anyway, I'm listening to it and it's right now on season three, which is like kind of smack dab in the middle of one of my favorite storylines where Dean, uh, how familiar are you with Supernatural, Josh? I watched until, uh, spoilers for Supernatural. Um, I watched until I think Booger was Gabriel, right? Or no, Booger was from Revenge of the Nerds. I, I watched when he got there. Okay, he was like I working in the library. Uh, who that is. Basically, when all the angels got cast down from heaven. Okay. There, that that that's basically where I kind of stopped. Like I, I was just that like, sounds eh. like seven, maybe. I think seven. I wanted yeah. to stop after you know the season five. finale of five. Yeah, is where I should have, and the show, but. Yeah, so I, I'm always like, it's interesting to me to see where. Like the original, the original storyteller tells their original story. And this can either be a, oh yeah. To follow up what I was saying that I'm listening to the middle of season three right now, which is one of my favorite storylines where Dean's got a year left to live because he gambled his soul away to bring Sam back to life. Mm -hmm. I love it. And um, they're like, there's a hellhound out like, there. And, yeah, and with your name on it. Maggie from the Walking Dead's around. And she we have plays to put a, sand in a thing. She plays a supernatural thief. Like she she's 
steals magic objects to sell for lots mm. of money. Her name but, is Bella, um, and Bella. it's amazing because she stole it from it's... Bella Lugosi. And I'm like, that's perfect. Good job, Supernatural. And then they ruined it. Sorry. Yeah. No, it's all right. Um, apparently there was an original storyline they scrapped where she was supposed to be a long lost Winchester sister as the result of daddy Winchester spreading his seed across the land before he really settled down with Mary. But they, instead of making Bella a long lost Winchester sister, we eventually got Adam a long lost Winchester brother. Then we didn't Um, do anything with Adam though. (laughs) Well, yeah, they did. They left him in hell forever. Yeah, they, they were like, hey, he's Ad, not a real, he, yeah, he's yeah. not a real Winchester. And they didn't do it. I'm just like, oh, the poor kid. Like, the guy didn't deserve that. And yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah. Anyway, sometimes sequels and extended stories can be like so good. I'm thinking about Shrek 2. And then sometimes coming up with more story beyond your original can be not as great. I'm thinking of Shrek 3. <laughs> um, Was that Ever and, After? No, that's Shrek 4 Ever After. Oh, wow. I thought they only made 3. 4 was okay, but not a lot of people saw it because 3 was so three bad. was bad. I mean, and we say Sorry, that in, in the best love because in the best I, love. like we've worked with DreamWorks. I met the guy. I've got a picture with me uh, in, in front of him when I visited DreamWorks. He's a cool green dude. I uh, got mm-hmm. to meet him. He was dope. Um, apparently he moves. Haunted. I've been told. Um, uh, by me. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, by somebody. I'm not going to name names. DreamWorks. I'm not I'm not naming names. It was, it was Meg. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, I, I will say it was nice that, you know, Ichigo never got, like, raised from perdition or anything like that. And, like, Rukia wasn't ever drinking demon's blood or anything like that. Because that would have been a really bizarre thing for Bleach to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to talk about Bleach now. Something I can say for Bleach in its favor is the characters did stay consistent through the whole series. Yes, it It dragged for other reasons, but nobody ever, like... Like the Ichigo you read about in chapter 698, I think is the finale, is pretty much the same Ichigo from the from the pilot. Yeah. Which is nice. He's he's changed a bit. His mm-hmm. hair is not as spiky. Uh, <laughs> he has no hopes and dreams or desires beyond just saving people, hunting things, hunting family things. business. Oh, wait, that's supernatural. But it's also bleach because you know his much dad. Supernatural, yeah. Yeah. I got to save my sisters. <laughs> um, and then a, what do you know, a uh, person in uh, weird clothes comes down and like uh, teaches him what Are to you... do. And, <laughs> and then passed. just like spoilers for Supernatural, this supernatural being who has an incredible emotional connection with our main character, Ichigo Dean Winchester Kurosaki, um, just vanishes into the ether and after saying a bunch of really romantic things and then you know it's never followed up on or acknowledged ever again nope (laughs) we get to a part where it's like Ichigo thinks he's retired (laughs) and like he's done with that life but then he can't stay away they like they have to get his help again 
and that's what happens. There are well, so I many was simulated about the finale, finale, finale. Uh, I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I get that, but like, I was also like talking about right before we get, you know, when Ichigo retires and like the first time that he says goodbye to Rokia and they wipe his memory, Ugh. and it's just like, wait, oh. they wipe his memory. Is this bounce arc nonsense? It may have been. It may have been some weird filler garbage. Okay, yeah, so like they they wipe his memory because they're like, all right, and yeah, we get a goodbye between Rukia and Ichigo, and it's like super sad, and it's like, oh man, just say that you guys love each other, please, please, and then like he loses his memory, and then that's when they get to the guy. It comes to the guy he wears all black. Who's who's that dude? The dude that wears all black. Uh, a lot of the Shinigami wear black. <laughs> Yeah, this oh, is a, you mean the Fullbringer arc? The Fullbringer. It's, it's like right before the Fullbringer arc. I yeah. think Ichigo, I barely Ichigo didn't lose his memory. He lost his powers. So he he literally, he can't see spirits anymore. So Rukia isn't vanishing for anyone else because uh, Arihime and Chad and Ishida, they all have their high Reiatsu still. But, I, but I, I, thought, uh, I thought they wiped his memory of her. I think, I thought, I thought they did that. I thought uh, uh, Ukihara did that for him. Urahara? Urahara. Who did I say? Ukihara? That's not even a person. Yeah. I don't think there's a memory. Okay. So listeners, uh, I'll be honest. I haven't watched that series in years. And I only read the manga. So sometimes Josh will say things about filler arcs that I like don't know. Because uh, the first time I watched it, uh, I started watching Bleach in like 2005. Uh, so I watched all through the Soul Society arc. And then I started watching the episodes that came after. And I'm like, I don't like this as much. Uh, not knowing that it was the the filler bound arc. And then I started reading the manga and I got to the end of the Soul Society arc in the manga and I started reading what happens next. I'm like, where are those dolls that were in the show? And that's how I, a brand new anime fan, found out about what filler arcs uh, are. Filler arcs. I think yep. it was either that or Naruto for me mm -hmm. that we actually started getting that. Because like Naruto was the same way. It was just like, oh shoot, we've caught up to the manga uh, let's just make something up. And they did. And that's what Naruto did most of the time. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess that's also what like full, the first Full Metal Alchemist did too. We were just yeah. like, oh, we don't know what to do. Let's just make garbage up. And well, yeah, it, it wasn't that Full Metal didn't know what to do, but like they caught up to the manga and Full Metal only released on a monthly schedule. Yeah. Unlike Bleach, which was weekly and uh, manga release. And so it's like, okay, do we wait a full year? Yeah, sorry. Nah, that, that's, we'll what, that's, what I, thing. that's what I meant. I meant as like, oh, we don't know what to do. Uh, let's just go ahead and just make a new story. And they did. Mm -hmm. And it was weird. And they got like two movies from that for some reason. Conquerors um, of Shambhala, Shambhala. <laughs> which I had watched the whole show dubbed. No, subbed. I had watched all of Full Metal subbed. And I could only find dubs of the movies because I was a child and one didn't realize that piracy was wrong yet mm -hmm. and two wasn't very good at it so i could only find things that were up on youtube you remember when there used to be a, a time limit on youtube videos so they would cut everything up into 10 minute yep. chunks mm -hmm. and so it's like there's here's conquer of shambhala and like they would put it in a playlist of like parts one through 17 mm -hmm. and you're like yep that sounds about right um but the playlist that i had for it only had like every few parts would be like video blocked in your country for copyright so i couldn't even watch all of it i just remember being so annoyed by al's english voice and the way he kept saying brother 
Because, oh, you know, in you mean, you in, mean the small 12 year old child they got to play him? Yeah. Because uh, uh, it's pretty common in, not common, it's, it's in Japanese, you call people by like the way you call your parents, mom and dad. You usually call your siblings, sister or brother. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you don't commonly do that in American English. And so I just remember like it set my teeth on edge every time he was like, brother brother yeah there's one line especially near the end where it's like brother no i just got you back and i'm like this child can't act yeah it was it was it was rough they recast him because his voice (laughs) changed during uh uh what was it called Brotherhood. Conquerors. Oh, Brotherhood. Uh, brotherhood. Yeah, they they recast him because they were like, oh, was, oh, his, his, he doesn't sound the same. He can't be a child anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so that was the whole thing. Uh, yeah, man, why did we start talking about that? Oh, yeah, I can't uh, believe that they made me watch Hughes die twice. <laughs> and it was sad both times. Um, it's not raining. <laughs> it's not raining. Yes, it is. It's, it's <laughs> raining. And you're just Ugh. like, oh, oh no, Mustang. Um, and then yeah, and Ed and Al don't even know. They're just on that train and they see Hughes at the train station as they zoom by and they're like, oh, no, as they eat their pies. And you're like, no. Um, pie. So sad. Uh and I will say my favorite episode of Full Metal Alchemist is uh it's a filler episode, and I absolutely love it. It's the one where it's just like the squad like two episodes of the squad like the first one is where mm-hmm. havoc goes on a date with uh armstrong's sister oh yeah hilarious and then the second half of that entire episode he's just like spaced out the entire time because he was like i want somebody that's big and buff like my brother and he's just like nope he's just like he's zoned out like they just like, like cardboard cut out my- him brother i need someone who's sweet like my brother and handsome like my brother and buff like my brother and he's like he's like i smoke uh. sometimes <laughs> yeah like those two episodes the best episodes like i love those two ep- like the, the where i guess it's one technical episode but those two that two parts love it so much it's the best episode of anime um and then uh, we get to bleach there's one bleach filler episode that i did watch because my friends on uh bleach asylum oh wait no we had moved over to our ichiruki specific fan forum yes i was an ichiruki fan josh so were you everyone was ichiruki and, and don't pretend you, if you're listening and you pretend that you were ichihime shut up no you no weren't. there Nobody were ichihimes really i i got into internet fights with them they existed i we would were... rather ichi chad or uh ichi ichi yuri before yeah. uh ichihime yeah but um there's one bleach filler I watched and it was episode 427 because in the manga when Ichigo loses his powers after the fight, he basically sacrifices his powers in the fight with Aizen and he wakes up the next day and his powers are already fading and he has to say goodbye to Rukia. But the anime is like, no, no, we have to put a whole season in here. So they put in this whole storyline of him slowly losing his powers over the course of a full season, which is like not fun to watch because you want to see your protagonist get stronger not like progressively weaker but they ended that season with there's an episode where he and rukia pretty much just go on a date like all day Mm -hmm. she saves she saves him from a hollow at the beginning it may even be a menos grand i can't remember 
but he's too weak to even do it. And she's like, let me support you. Let me be by your side. Cause I may not be able to much longer. So they spend like the whole day together. They go ice skating together. They hold hands. They watch fireworks. I was about to say like, they went ice skating, right? I I barely remember the fact that they went ice skating. And then at the end of that episode, they have the scene where she vanishes from his sight. It's, it's pretty good. It's very sad. Um, It's it's good storytelling for sure. Uh, mm-hmm. I do like the epi- like the f- I think it's a filler episode. Uh, I don't think it's in the in the in the manga. Is it the soccer episode the with soccer Karen and Hitsugaya? Yes, perfect because that was my second ship. It was uh, Karen and Hitsugaya because I'm like, oh man, that's that's perfect. They're both tomboys. <laughs> my with, with second ship tempers. was Unohana. Oh, my second ship was Unohana and Kimpachi because I'm like, it's so funny that this very calm healer lady and this super scary violent dude it just be funny and then it ended up being an actual thing mm-hmm. and i was like vindicated <laughs> um and yeah there was uh ichimaru and Jin, which that's just a sad story it's yeah. just so sad i wrote i wrote some sad fanfic one shots about them of course yeah um, yeah there was a i wrote this i wrote this one shot where Rukia was really depressed after saying goodbye to Ichigo and like leaving him behind in the human world. This was in the year between he lost his powers in the Fullbringer arc. And so Rangiku like recognizes how sad she is and takes her out drinking. And, and Rukia's like, how do you know about all this? Rangiku's like, oh, I lost someone too. And the audience knows that it's Jin. And Rukia's like, oh, really? Who was it? Rangiku's like, oh, you never knew him. But she did. Anyway, yeah, I like I like that one a lot. Well, I, don't oh, think she, she, I don't think she ever knew that Jin. Yeah, she did it you know. because the one she knew was freaky. He was a bad man. <laughs> um, and then there was uh oh, what's his face? Uh the worst of all the captains. Oh, uh the eight? scientist dude. Oh, Mayuri? He was the worst. You shipped him? Oh with- no, no, no. I was just he's the oh. worst. That's all <laughs> all I was bringing up was like, he's the worst. Like Jin was bad, but like Jin and Tosin and, and Aizen, they were bad yeah. guys. Yeah. But Mayuri, that guy, uh, like that dude's bad. Like get him out of everything. Uh, In the musicals. So Mayuri isn't even in the musicals, but uh, in the musicals, Aizen, uh, Tosin and Jin sing this evil trio called Catharsis of Eternity. Catharsis of Eternity. And I don't remember the Japanese lyrics, but yeah. I love the musicals. That's amazing. Um, yeah, you were telling me about the musicals. Like, they just, like, get rid of Warahime. And I'm like, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. She doesn't exist. Yeah. Uh, this really great moment, because when the when the Aizen reveal happens, so in the uh, anime and the, and the manga, he, like, he has this really cute floppy curly hair, and then he just runs his fingers through it. And it's he all of a sudden Clark a sleek, bad guy he's, style. He's like, yeah. guess what? I am Superman. And you're like, what? And in the musicals, he must do this whole scene with gel in his hands. Because when it gets to that point, he actually slicks his wig back and you can see the gel streaks in it and it stays. That's amazing. That's perfect. Um, oh, God. I don't know. Maybe it was, was the actor was, did he also play baseball? Like, could he have had like some like pine tar or something just like ready Unknown. to go? Like Unknown. on his sword, he's, he's got it. He's got it like on the hilt and he just like, 
a little bit of a little bit of a hair gel comes out and then he's like haha yeah. uh the author kubo was a huge fan of the musicals um one of his spreads of all the gote captains um was actually inspired by the cast of the musical and like this really cool group song that they sing and he's like i loved it so much he created this double page spread and okay the biggest strength of bleach is the art style the i think the drawing amazing. in it is beautiful and the color spreads are just amazing i have uh the color spread books i have the all color but the black uh, which yeah. is like a collection of them oh they're so good I've I always wanted one of those, but it was one of those like I can't spend like they they had one at Walden Books for the longest time. And I was like, man, I'm poor. It's like $45. And I'm like, I can't afford that. And then by the time like I could afford it, it was gone. And I was like, oh, that was very sad. Um because uh so Bleach, when it was in Shonen Jump, was one of the big three. Like it was Bleach and Naruto and One Piece were always yep. like jockeying for the for the top three spots. And, and, when you, and when you got sorry, real quick, and when you got your subscription, you would always get like a Yu-Gi-Oh cards, <laughs> like randomly in your Shonen Jump, and you were like, "Cool, it's a Yu-Gi-Oh card, neat." <laughs> and sorry, nice. Um. There, the chapter where he rescues Rukia, I think, they did something that had never been done before, and Kubo got to do the entire chapter in color. Uh, they did it as like a huge special event leading up to, because it's like the culmination of the Soul Society arc, this, we've been trying to save Rukia for like eight books now, mm -hmm. uh, and so because I remember getting my uh getting my copy of the book finally and being like this is all gray in here and it turns out that whole chapter had been done in like his beautiful copic marker style culminating in like that nice two-page spread where Ichigo's got the sword out and the giant firebirds behind him and he's just like yo and then he picks her up in the most princess way possible and it's like all right rookie i'm gonna chuck you to now um have fun um i he literally that. just pitches her to reggie mm -hmm. oh it's great and she does that ah that, that cute anime like as they're flying thing and it's just mm -hmm. their face they're like perfectly straight as an arrow um i love it like that show and, and like that manga it was so good and it's yeah. it's it's one of the ones where like i'm glad that it, was, it wasn't an issue like Attack on Titan, where mm -hmm. the art in the manga is just terrible or way, way weird. And then the anime is like, it's it steps above. They, they you know, do weird stuff uh, sometimes when they're like, oh, let's make it like the anime. And everyone has like the black streaks across their face to make it look like they're all like gaunt. Um, yeah. When something <laughs> sad happens or weird. Um, but yeah, Bleach, it was just like, it was just perfect through and through. And you're just like, oh man, it was so good. And like, yeah, everything they did at, with colors and everything. Yeah, I've got I've got some of my books here, and I'm just looking hey, at like shit. the great marker work. So like, this was this is not like digital painting. He did this with like a ton of Copic markers and stuff. It's just gorgeous. I only yeah. have my first six here. My volume seven through twenty one are at my parents' house. Yeah, I gave mine away to uh, a kid um who was who was starting to get into anime and everything and i was like here i gave him my i gave him my bleach and i gave him all my naruto 
It's like I had Naruto going all the way up to like Shippuden. And I was like, here, take these, read these. They're really great. You'll love them. And then I don't think he so, ever read any of them. <laughs> uh, when did you start falling off of Bleach? Oh, God. When their Zampactos came alive. Okay, that's another filler season. So that would be like season 13, I think. Oh, no, it was well before that. Um, it may have been the Visards. It may have been the Visards. Like, I think I may have stopped there. And then it was one of those, it was like, I would read, you know, snippets um, mm -hmm. and, you know, check like blogs and stuff like that, that they, were, they would give me like a breakdown. So I would read it, but not actually read it. Um, until like it was getting down to when they were like, okay, it's ending soon. And then it yeah. was like, okay, now I'm going to go back and I'll, and I'll read like the last like hundred chapters, um, which is what I ended up doing. Um, but yeah, so like I, I was still paying attention to it, but I, yeah, I think when the visors came, that's about when I started like trailing off. Okay. Um, just cause I mean, like I thought they were cool and all, but I don't know. It was weird. I, yeah, because, like, that was when that random dude became, like, the new, like, they introduced, like, two new captains or something, right? Or, like, in introduced a new captain into the series? Uh, we had a pretty long flashback showing how the Visards were captains before they got turned into Visards and it kicked out. He wasn't a Visard. He, like, joined, he was, he was, he was, what, like, one of the, he became one of, like, the goatee captains. I, I think, think he took, another I think filler he, season. it may have been. Like he had like brown hair uh, and everything. I think he took like I think he took Jin's place, or he may have taken to taken Tosin's place or Eisen. I don't even remember. I don't think because they, I don't think they filled those spots right away. Well, it was it was for a it was for a, it, it makes sense that it was for a uh, um a filler oh, season. Oh, you know what? I take it back. That is a filler season. That's season nine. New that, captain. That, that's, that's about where I got in. I, I yeah. left and I was okay. like, I don't like this guy. As I, I kind of quit around there. He's, he's, yeah. There is a, there's a whole filler season about uh, a new captain. Um, and then he, I think he dies at the end of this season mm -hmm. because he was a filler season captain. And they're like, well, so he got, he got a whole season's arc to himself. And then uh, death. Ukatake, he, he was died. he was the white haired guy, right? Correct. The, the one who had like TB, right? He has like super spiritual TB. Yes. Yeah. But always loved Hitsagaya. Like in the manga, I remember like he would always mm -hmm. give Hitsagaya candy. Um in those little like things at those the end little, of the like, chapters. After, yeah. After little comics. Like I love those. Like when I, I love when you know manga do those because it's just it's just cute little stuff that is just it's just extra for us. Um oh. That nobody else gets. <laughs> Off topic. I'm flipping through my book here and I found a, I'm going to cover my cousin's face because she's little, but uh, I found a 2013 picture of me at Disney World <laughs> with my aunt and my cousin. Nice. Apparently I had that while I was flipping through. Oh, anyway. Um, there you go. Yeah. I, I actually made it through the full bringer arc. Uh, Rukio came back um, 
And then Ichigo I was, was like, in a oh. box, wasn't he? Wasn't Ichigo in a box for a bit? And there was like a super, yes, like, there was like a Yundare girl there. Who, if he, yeah, if he didn't, if he didn't fight his way out of the box, he wouldn't get his powers back or something. But here, here's one of those little after chapter oh, yeah. scribbles. Love those. Aww. Yeah, that's when Ichigo and Rukia left and like never came back mm-hmm. like that's before Khan came around then she flashed the quad and then he and oh then yeah Khan kissed Tatsuki that was also a uh that was also, that was also a, a ship well no that was also a ship oh, for me Khan and Tatsuki was no, 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 a no, no, ship no, no, for no, no. you no 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 oh. Ichi Tots I was all in Ichi Tots. okay yeah because like yeah I, have I could a see soft that one spot for uh childhood friends mm-hmm. and I always thought that was great and she does show like a little bit of emotion like when Orihime goes away and then like she, i think she like punches him um yeah. she's like bring him back and that's kind of when it ended for me but uh yeah it's a... like she's always like she's super caring like when she tells his backstory about how his mom died to orahime mm-hmm. and then her brother comes back or something <laughs> and like tries to kill them both i don't remember it's been a long time man it has been a long time i need to I need to read these through again. So uh, whenever I try and get friends into the series, I'm like, you can either watch the first three seasons or read the first, I think it's the first 21 volumes covers like the Soul Society arc. Mm-hmm. I'm like, that's the best of the best of the best. If you still like it, you can keep reading after that. Um, skip season four. Don't even have to just skip the bount arc. Totally. Actually, Don't even need to skip- go there. Skip season four and five. They're both really? bounce seasons. Oh, yeah. I see. I, I knew four was, but I didn't know the five was. So I just skip that yeah. whole entire arc. Uh, so go one through three and then watch <laughs> six, uh, seven, eight, skip nine. That's the new captain. 10, 11, 12, skip 13. That's the swords come alive arc. The dumbest 14 part. you can watch yeah 14 15 and 16 um which they they and then it gets cut off early mm-hmm. Ugh. yeah it's weird like it's it's one of those it's like you can just stop uh at uh like well like yeah when, when you when you go into season six you'll see some stuffed animals don't worry about them they don't matter Ever. Yeah. You'll, they'll they'll never do anything. They will not contribute to anything at all. Just don't worry about them. They're just there. Pretend it's like uh the two kids that work at Urahara's shop. They don't matter. Nobody cares about them. So Bleach ran for the manga ran for 15 years. And this year is actually Bleach's 20th anniversary. Um, and they, so they animated all the way up through the Fullbringer arc and they just announced that now they are going to do an anime. So they announced it in March of 2020 before everything went totally sideways. Um, they're going to animate the final arc. I don't think I'm going to watch it because I, I really, that's where I, that's where I stopped reading is in this final arc. I was like, oh, cause okay. Kubo's big issue is his art is incredible. So he'll create his characters. He'll design his characters first and then write the story around these characters that he creates. 
Um, and so you'll get these really long extended battles between two side characters that you don't really care about. So like in in seasons Wait. two and three, when each goes going through Soul Society, it was like fine that we were meeting all these new captains and vice captains because he had to literally he had to fight his way through those to get to Rukia. And then like, he would make personal connections with some of them and they would like help him in the fight. Mm -hmm. But then we met all the Arankar and there were like enough of them that they did one-on-one -on -one battles with the, the vice and the captains too. So it was like, yeah, we're all fighting to kind of defeat Aizen, but there's no like direct personal fight. So this final season starts in the, it's going to be the final story arc in the manga. And we have our, 13 captains are 13 vice captains we have our 26 main characters already i know we lost some captains but you add in like our main five or six human kids whatever so we have like our 26 main captains already and the villain has there's the villain and his 25 henchmen one for every letter of the alphabet so that yes. is a potential one-on-one -on -one 26 battles that we have to get through before the finale and I was like, I'm sorry, Kubo, I can't do this chapter by chapter. So I decided to like wait and then read it all when the finale came out. And then I, I actually cried at the finale, not for good reasons. I was very disappointed mm -hmm. uh, with the actual what, final why chapter. Were you, why were you disappointed with the final chapter? A uh, couple of reasons. One is it got cut off a little early. So we're in the it middle of- It was very abrupt. Yeah, we're in the middle of a fight. Well, because just the popularity sank so much that Shonen Jump was finally like, you're done, finish it. Um, and so the final chapter just cuts off in the middle of the fight with the big bad. It's 10 years later. Ichigo and Arihime are married. They're, spoilers for the end of Bleach. They're living in Ichigo's dad's clinic. They've uh they have a kid they have a son and everybody's coming over to watch chad fight in a boxing match and uh i was pretty disappointed because chad was like i wish i didn't have like earlier in the show he's talked about like i wish he i did didn't i wasn't just valued for fighting yeah he, he wants to be somebody more. more like he just yeah. wants to play with his little like whatever things that he makes like his plants and everything yeah, and then Ishida can't come. Arihime calls him to see where he is. He's alone at his father's hospital. Uh, no friends. He's a workaholic. He's up on the roof talking to Arihime, being like, yeah, I wish I could be there. And he's all alone looking up at the sky, having not fulfilled any of his hopes and dreams either, following in the steps, footsteps of his father, who he also like struggled with and always had a hard time with and whatnot. And then Rukia and Renji show up. And apparently it's the first time Ichigo's seen them in 10 years. Uh, and you're like, why weren't you guys like, you guys were like inseparable and like best friends. He dried friends. the rain inside of his heart, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> why Why would you not, you know, continue to see each other? And and yeah. uh, the the final chapter is called The Death and the Strawberry, which is, which is how this series started. Death and the Strawberry, the story of destiny continues. And it's a very Peter Pan sort of scene. So the ending of the book of Peter Pan is Peter comes back to get Wendy, but she, spoilers for the original Peter Pan, Peter comes back to get Wendy, but she's already grown up 
and her kid is there instead. So Peter takes her kid off on an adventure. It's very sad. Wendy like has to watch them both go. And it felt like a sad ending like that where Rukia's kid and Ichigo's kid, they meet and they're going to have adventures together. But Rukia and Ichigo aren't going to see each other anymore. But um, here's why they were able to just cut off the final fight with the villain. The villain can do time-based shenanigans. Uh, and so he's reaching forward through time to a day when everyone is truly happy and then he's going to destroy their happiness or something. Y'all, I'm I'm paraphrasing. I haven't reread this chapter since the day it came out. Um, so his like evil tendrils of evilness are popping through a little time shenanigans portal and Ichigo and Arihime's child has got like such incredible godlike powers that he just like, grabs this tendril of evil and it implodes the villain and kills him in the past and then he meets Rukia's kid who's like I'm a Shinigami even though she's like nine uh and that's where the series ends with the idea that Ichigo and Arihime's godchild will go on shenanigan adventures with this scrappy soul reaper and I was like no no I don't care about them. Stop making new characters. But he gets to wear a hoodie. So it's okay. Anyway, made me sad. It's 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 definitely my least favorite finale ever. Yeah. What's uh what's your favorite Ichigo? Like of his transformations, what's your favorite Ichigo? Oh man. Uh his first bankai. Oh, Pretty. his pretty sexy uh, uh anytime anytime anyone's suit, wrapped up swords. yeah black suit small you know thin solid black sword uh hollow ichigo is cool sometimes too i really like the the humanized form of zangetsu that we see that's a cool oh, character like design full, full white ichi or full white ichigo? no no the uh the like old guy with the sunglasses oh, and like yeah, the wavy guy. hair i liked black hair bandage Ichigo, he looked pretty BA. With like the long, the long hair? Uh, I, there were two. There was one where he had short hair and then there was one where he had long hair. Okay, yeah. As he yeah. kept unlocking like higher yeah, and higher kept, levels. He kept getting Heisen. different, uh, uh, what what do they call it in Dragon Ball? Um, he kept getting like I mean, Kaioken level like 13. <laughs> he had different yeah, versions yeah. of Super Saiyan that he could go. Um, I did like they were like, wait, this is Shonen Jump. We should put, we should just give him ridiculously big hair. And they did. And it looked weird. Uh, one of my, I think the the plot twist of who murdered Aizen that we see in season two. And then we find out the answer in season three. That's one of my favorite plot twists I've ever read, though. I was like, that's amazing. That's so good. Uh, she was still messed up right I oh, don't yeah. what was her name Hinamori Hinamori she was messed up the entire series like yes. she never got over Aizen she there would... were multiple times where she would just be like hey it's a guy can you just just kill me and you're like I mean, just do it bro at she this gets, point just do it yeah she gets slightly better as time goes by um but she always calls him captain for, for the remainder of the series. She never she never stops calling him captain. And it's sad. It's sad, but it's sad. at the same time too, you're just like, it's okay. You can just, 
end it just kill her at, at this point i'm kind of <laughs> i'm over it uh stop giving me hinamori stuff give me more shuhei stuff because i could never get enough of uh scar dude with a 69 on it who's <laughs> yeah. got the dog captain and it's never explained why he's a dog he's just well it might be explained i don't know i don't remember the latter half of this of the series as well but Wait, he's i thought just... tosin was his captain he is but i feel like after the huge betrayal and the the shake up i feel like he ended up vicing for the dog well he ends up vicing for the dog's vice old captain again the dog had the two dudes right i mean not the two dudes the 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 glasses guy and the and the blonde glove girl right wasn't that the dog's people a glove okay just a sec i can't even remember his name dog captain bleach komamura okay yeah komamura was captain you're right he had his his uh his vice the was the, and... the glass guy with the crop like the top cut off mm-hmm. and then you're right he had one of them was the vice and then one of them was number three, but they were yeah. like so close in power they'd follow. But he like had a bucket head for so much the series. And then the bucket comes off and it's like, no, oh, he's a giant dog. He's a, he's a puppy. And you're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, yeah, like because like uh Shuhei ended up going with like when his captain came back, his captain led the squad again. And then mm-hmm. like he and uh the green haired visored girl who wore like yeah. the 60s clothes i think they like co co-viced uh i will i will let you know right now they do not have the dog in the in the musicals <laughs> that would have been weird <laughs> would have been so good they get like one of those um furry like you know how those are specifically constructed furry mm-hmm. costumes anthro dogs uh yeah yeah uh- <laughs> Okay. Now okay. I want to now I want to cosplay as as him as just as a furry but with like a, you know. I'm going to see if I can do all 13 captains. So one is the grandpa guy with the long beard, two Soyfon, the spy. Yeah, Yamamoto, Soyfon who's the spy. Three was Jin. Mm-hmm. Uh four was the healing squad. So that was Unohana. Five was Aizen, R.I.P. Six was Byakua. Seven was Komamura, the dog captain. Eight was Shunsui with like the the flower petal robe, right? Yep. The dude who drank sake and flirted all the time. (laughs) Nine was Tosin. Ten was Hitsugaya. Eleven was Kenpachi. Twelve... I'm going to skip to 13, which is where Rukio was. Okay, back to 12. Isn't 12 science? 12 is science. It's Mayuri. Yeah. Thank you for where the help. Where everybody you know died. He's just like, hey, I have my own, like, that, that's that got to be, like, the worst gig. Like, you get, like, it's yeah. like, all right, congrats, uh, squad 12. And you're like, this is, like, the survey corps. Like, yeah. we're all going to die here. Like, and his storyline his squad i think actually ended up being a huge uh negative element in the story for me because this guy clearly like does torture 
and does mm-hmm. like unethical experimentation and genocide. But Kubo loves his design. So he paints this character as like weird, but lovable when Mayuri's like totally a murderer. And I think Ishida should have gotten to murder him. Yeah, I agree. And like the fact that Yamamoto, like the head captain, didn't do anything. Like, remember yeah. when he injected like his squad and then they were and like, just killed them all and just murdered yeah. them all? Cause they're like, oh, there's bad guys. Let's blow up like half of my squad. And you're yeah. like, this dude, and I'm not 100% sure what he was doing to his lieutenant. Cause like that was a weird relationship that I was not for. Like, yeah. It was, it was not I also, good. The stuff with Nemu didn't like it. Okay. Well, we're doing negatives. Bleach had a lot of misogyny and sexism, particularly in like how the female characters are presented mm-hmm. and Tron. Uh, so that is, that is a big drawback for me there. I mean, it, I don't, I don't want to make excuses for it, but it was something that was written 20 years ago. Like, yeah. I, and that I, is something it, that like, that's like a consistent through the Shonen Jump stuff is the idea yes. that we have these hot-blooded young men reading our stories and it's, you see it in Naruto with the sexy no jutsu and you see it in Oda's art in One Piece. Like it's a, it's a constant. I still hate it, but yeah. It's, and it, it, it continues. Like we get the same thing in Soul Eater. We get the same thing in Fire Force and it's yeah. like, it, it's something that continues and there's it's it's just weird it makes them more difficult to watch that's kind of why i kind of mm-hmm. have gravitated away from more anime just because because mm-hmm. it, it's not anything that i'm like if i'm gonna watch something i want something with like good characters and if you're like yeah. okay we've got strong male character let's make you know kind of like a wimpy sidekick female character and i'm like we don't need that like more than one person can be a strong badass. Like it's okay. Like there's enough story to go around. But Sakura could have done so much more if Team Three would have just let her. Sorry, Naruto. But yeah, I mean, even when she becomes like she gets trained by uh, what's her face? What, what's what's the, the healer lady with the, the huge boobs? Yeah, who became Hokage. Yep. Which was, I mean, which is don't cool. Don't remember her name. Yeah, I don't remember. Tsunade? Is that is that her that name? That sounds right. That's, that yeah. sounds right. Um. The, yeah. Even then, and they were like, "Okay, let's make her all BA," because like the fans apparently hate her, so we're gonna give her a cool arc. And then they just don't do anything with it. They're just like, and she still hits Naruto when he does stupid shit, and it's yeah. just like, this is why so they you, don't write them like this. You get this with, I think. Uh, any series is where two characters are very close, but the author does not want them to be romantic. Naruto and Sasuke. Uh, I'm going to throw in Sora and Riku from Kingdom Hearts. And apparently now Ichigo and Rukia, that there's a love interest who doesn't get to contribute anything to the story besides being the love interest. Like, even though they may be extremely powerful, like Rihime was like, Sakura was uh they don't actually really get to affect the plot they're just sort of like in a holding pattern until it's time for the hero to get his final reward of his one true love mm-hmm. um even though they have more of a character development between the two leads yeah 
Um, I disagree with Sora and Riku because I was always Sora and Kyrie. That was like, well, I I know that Sora. Like, I'm not saying that I ship Sora and Riku, and then they but they don't like, even get together. Sorry, Kyrie doesn't get to do anything. She's not always like, thing. this time I'll protect you. She gets a Keyblade in the second game, and she's like, this time I'll fight. And she's always captured or cut out of every single important scene, and it's. Sora and Riku's friendship that ends up saving the day. Mm-hmm. Remember in Kingdom Hearts 2 where he sees Kyrie for the first time in a year and he's like, hey, Kyrie, it's good to see you. And then he sees Riku and he falls to his knees crying and he's like, Riku, I looked everywhere for you. And, and like, like Kyrie's just like, I, I, we ate a star fruit together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm just like... Kingdom Hearts made me mad just because yeah. that end. Oh, three made me so mad. I like, stayed up till four to get to the end and it cliffhangered. And I was like. Yeah, I watched I watched somebody play that because like I didn't have anything. And like it was one of those like I bought it, but I was like, oh, this is going to be it's a it's a JRPG. I'm going to be here for 30 years. I'm just going to watch mm-hmm. it first. Maybe I can, you know, get some if I just want to just beat it. Um, so I watched somebody play through it. And then we got to the ending and I was like, that was the ending. That that was the ending. Like this is what we've been waiting for 11 years for. I I've been shipping those two since, you know, I was a wee yep. lad, it seems. Yeah. But uh and and that's what we get. And it's just like, what? But then he like disappeared. And you're like, but but what what? And it's just so bad. And then bleach yeah. happened and you're like why um just speaking of rough. fun anime uh, that you should watch uh, ghost stories is available on amazon prime have you heard about ghost stories is that the one set in la no no that's city of ghosts never yeah. mind ghost stories oh. was a uh in japan came out uh it came out in 2000 or like maybe in like 1999 uh, and it was a uh, horror thing where they did like a horror of the week thing. It was supposed to be a scary thing, but that was all the rage in Japan. And so this kind of like was just another one. And it did terrible in Japan. So they sold the rights to America and they were like, listen, we don't care what you do with it. Here's the scripts and everything. We don't care what you do with it. We just want to not even make a profit. We just want to break even at this point so we don't care what you do and it was like really you don't care what we do and they're like nope just take it so they rewrote all the scripts the majority of the anime is improv so there's there's a bit where uh i think i think it's lucy christian uh she comes in and she's like so what we would do is like we would try to be the first one in there and then record your lines so that the other person would have to try they would have to listen to your lines and they would have to you know kind of one like they would try to set you up for stuff and then you huh? would have to try and because like it was one of those improv things like i'm gonna make a joke about you know and it's bad like it came out in 2001 and it's just bad like let's make a joke about 9 11 and mm-hmm. we'll do that and they're like oh okay so have fun coming after me in that and so it's just it's just bad like they make one of the one of the characters they make her like uh i i don't even know if she's like super spiritual in the japanese but in the anime they make her like born again betty the christian and it's bad and it's it's so bad like 
it's a f- to watch. I I would say watch it because this is what happens when you give somebody just like free reign mm-hmm. to do whatever they want. It feels like uh, a fan dub is what it feels like. Okay. It feels it feels like uh, who's the guys that did like the DBZ abridged. Oh, I don't know their names, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah, it feels like that. That's exactly what it sounds like, but it's a real thing. Like I, I turned it hey. on because I was like, I wonder if I, I wonder if it's the same or if they redubbed it because it's bad. Um, so I'm like, I wonder if they redubbed it. And so I'm listening to him like, nope, it is 100% the original dub, and it's bad. Like they, they talk about um, the lip flaps are so fast that like they can't even keep up like in the actual thing one of the characters is a talking cat and he was like yeah i don't even know why i'm doing this my agent called in and said it was a paycheck so and it's just like they like are constantly (laughs) breaking the fourth wall and like not even caring and like the kids like they're calling kids stupid the entire time like you're an idiot (laughs) just like these like these dumbass kids (laughs) and you're just like it's like, how did this get made? And it's like, well, because they didn't have to adhere to strict Japanese standards. It was just like, yeah, just do it. Yeah. Like, have fun with it. And they did. And it's phenomenal. It's the dude that played uh, uh, Shinji Akari from the Ungenesis Evangelion. Uh, okay. Chris Patton, who's a phenomenal voice actor. Um, Hillary Hag, which is a, another phenomenal voice actor. And then I think it's Lucy Christian. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But uh, it's it's a cornucopia of what the hell is this show? I suggest watch it. Just watch it. It's it's terrible. Like, it is not going to be politically okay. correct at all. Uh, like, okay. they, it's, it's rough there, but there's so, they use so many, like, 2000 2001 pop culture references that it's worth it just for that they they do a whole like they talk about princess die they talk about uh they talk about bush they talk about um the electoral college uh because it's right after the election so they talk about uh this is one girl's like she's running for like president of like class or something like that and they're like well uh it's like she's won it twice in a row now like i mean and not because of the electoral college and it's just like they just do all this stuff and you're like man like how never never today never um it yeah but it it just gives you like I, i i watched one episode last night and i was like that's right this is what it was like 20 years ago and yep. just hearing what you know was appropriate at the time 20 years ago and how we've progressed now like just watching it like that is a good um gauge gauge of like how far we've come not only as you know in like the anime industry but like as people in general like what has become appropriate and what is no Mm -hmm. longer Mm -hmm. we do not talk about um so yeah i i say go for it okay perhaps or or don't if you don't if you don't, no one's gonna judge you for it. Like, but yeah, Listeners, I just happened to see it, and I was like, it. I was like, wow, I I can't believe that they anything ever happened with this show. I assumed that it was like buried in a landfill, like ET cartridges. But oh well. Uh, anything else we want to talk about? Uh, I'd like to call attention to those of you watching the video version of our podcast for the first time ever, both of my cats are asleep in the frame. 
Yeah, you've got all three of your pets there. Yep. Pet one, <laughs> pet two, pet three. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Uh, we'll get Connor back maybe next week. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Um, when this episode comes out, we may be putting our Dungeons & Dragons episode out. Um, oh, nice. We, we will have hopefully recorded our second part. It was only supposed to be a two-hour affair that ended up going three hours, and we're not done. A three-hour tour. Yeah. Um, only, I think, an hour is, like, usable, so... That'll be interesting. Um, but yeah, that uh, that that's a fun little a game we did. And hopefully we'll do more stuff like that. Like we're, I'm going to wait here until we get um, the entire thing out and then upload it because mm-hmm. it's uh, Sam Sawyer uh, in this first episode. Sam, who we're pitching, or I mean, we're, we're doing stuff with uh, her her animated series. Um, uh-huh. Jesse, Jesse and Okalia from The Dragon Prince and Nick Wolfhard from... Uh, the last kids on earth um so it's one of those like actors we don't know when we're gonna have them available Mm -hmm. so it's one of those like i would love to like every three weeks we do a thing and like release it or like preferably every two weeks and do it for like an hour or two hours and just like go like that but i don't think that's gonna be uh i think i think you should shoot for every three weeks because then you can call it three and d oh man or d and d and three E and three. Actually, three and D sounds good. I like that. Three and D. Now in 3D. <gasps> Whoa. We'll just have some, we'll just have Josh put a filter on it. Like just like a red and like red and green red filter. Blue filter. Yeah. yeah. We're like, does it do anything? No, it just, it just, you can watch it with 3D glasses. Because so many of us just have a pair of 3D glasses. I'm sure there are some people who do, but uh, I unfortunately well, don't have a pair lying on- around. On Zoom, you can you can put the 3D glasses on on your person. Like there's a filter. You can really? it doesn't it doesn't actually do anything. There's no actual 3D well, glasses. Yes. It's just a picture. I, so you can I pretend. know that. I'm familiar uh, with how Zoom works. I'm sorry. I was I was for everybody else. Wasn't calling you out. Okay. Uh, so what you need to do is when you record D D, everyone needs to wear these. To wear these. So everybody needs to activate this 3D glasses filter. Or we could do it like they do at Disneyland, and it's like, all right, now put on your 3D glasses, <laughs> and that's when everybody changes it to those 3D glasses. That would be hilarious. Um, yeah, so we'll, we'll do stuff like that. And oh, I've lost Meg. We're gonna we're gonna be playing what? with these. The no, I'm, just, I'm still here. I'm definitely paying attention. Yep, yep, I'm just yep, going yep, nope. Lost Meg. She's gone. She's playing with filters now. How could you say that about me? Your it looks, it looks like. One of your, the T, it looks like the spine, not Spinosaurus, uh, the, uh, oh, I got this. Indo, I got Indominus. Indominus. Oh, sorry. Uh, Indoraptor is the other movie. Indoraptor is, yep, Jurassic World 2. Jurassic World 2. The one where, see, always stay safe. We're more than yep. six feet though, so we're okay. We can use them. Um, we're a little bit longer than six feet. Um, oh, so, you know, Sophia Nygaard, the YouTuber? No. Anyway, uh, so it's just funny. She's been off uh, for a while just because, you know, pandemic and everything like mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. But she did a, a release thing where they, uh, an episode today where they moved from LA to uh, um, New York, North Carolina, Arizona. Raleigh, North Carolina. So, so, so I would never from, have gotten there. Yeah. Uh, well, they go to Pittsburgh and then they go down to Raleigh. Um, okay. So they're doing this and like, 
she left uh, or they left on um, December 29th, 2020. And I left California December 30th, 2020. And so, and like, okay. they're, they're basically going the exact, cause like they're going East and I had to go East. And so it was just funny. Like they're taking the exact same path that I took the next day. And it's one of the, it's, it's just, it's hilarious. Cause like, they're like, all right. Yeah. Like we, like whenever we're, we're going to Vegas, um, cause, uh, whenever we go to Vegas, like we, we hit this area right here. That's always mm-hmm. super backed up. And I'm like, yeah, I was in the exact same thing, like for 30 minutes. <laughs> so like just <laughs> watching it, I'm just like, yep, yep. That's correct. It's like, and, uh, we're in needles, we're in Barstow and I'm like, Yep, it snowed that day. And it's like, yep, and there's snow on the ground. And I'm like, it was so perfect. Uh, cause they're like, yeah, like we were some, we were gonna drive through Oklahoma, but like there was a really bad snowstorm on the 31st. And it was like, yeah, that's why we like did a little bit of a longer thing so that we could avoid the snowstorm and get there the next day. So it was it was just perfect. Uh the entire thing was just uh was just perfect. I almost lost your audio there okay. for a second. Yeah, you froze on me. But you're back know. now. Okay. Well, we gotta wrap this up because we're losing we're losing connections. Wrap it up. All right. So um yeah, Meg, this this was fun. We should do another one of these. I like chilling chats because it was just fun. This was fun. Uh, I can't wait till I get my Twitter back and then I can be informed of current events and talk about something besides a 20-year-old manga series. Like the Suez Canal. Um, oh, The Suez Canal. Uh, I only know... Uh, my favorite one was a picture of the evergreen wedged between the Argonath, the statues, the very tall statues from the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. And I've one. gotten it's Passover. It's Passover this weekend. So I've gotten uh, a couple images from friends of the evergreen wedging open the Red Sea for the escaping <laughs> Israelites to leave Egypt. That's, that's perfect. Um, and then, oh, there was one more. Uh, my friend sent me, oh, I don't remember if she texted it to me or messaged it to me. But um, it was the beginning of the infamous Harry Potter Star Wars crossover fic, My Immortal, but um, with Evergreen taking the part of Ebony Raven Darkness Dementia Way. Are you familiar with My Immortal, Josh? What in, sorry, what did you just say? What name was that? Uh, Did I get it wrong? Ebony Raven Darkness Dementia Way? Did I? No, I have no idea. That is the most ludicrous thing I've ever heard. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, then I have to read you the opening paragraph of My Immortal, which is a Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Star Wars crossover fan fiction um, with a goth girl as the main character. So everyone, uh, please prepare yourselves for a dramatic reading as soon as my Google search uploads. But uh, this is an infamously, infamously bad 
fanfic that is also turning 10 years old. So yeah, so here we go. Uh, real quick, the... uh, bef- before you do that, um, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, everybody. Go ahead, Meg. <laughs> here we go. Um, hi, my name is Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way, and I have long ebony black hair. That's how I got my name with purple streaks and red tips that reaches my mid back and icy blue eyes like limpid tears. And a lot of people tell me I look like Amy Lee author's note. If you don't know who she is, get the hell out of here. I'm not related to Gerard way, but I wish I was because he's a major hottie. I'm a vampire, but my teeth are straight and white. I have pale white skin. I'm also a witch. And I go to a magic school called Hogwarts in England, where I'm in the seventh year. I'm 17. I'm a goth in case you couldn't tell. And I wear mostly black. I love hot topic. I buy all my clothes from there. For example, today I was wearing a black corset with matching lace around it and a black leather mini skirt, pink fishnets and black combat boots. I was wearing black lipstick, white foundation, black eyeliner and red eyeshadow. I was walking outside of Hogwarts. It was snowing and raining, so there was no sun, which I was very happy about. A lot of preps stared at me. I put up my middle finger at them. Hey, Ebony, shouted a voice. I looked up. It was Draco Malfoy. What's up, Draco? I asked. Nothing, he said shyly. But then I heard my friends call me, and I had to go away. Author's note. Is it good? Please tell me. End chapter one. No. <laughs> I shop at Hop Topic. I'm also a vampire. Uh, I think I'm a mudblood. I'm not even 100% sure. She didn't even mention the fact that she has any sort of magical powers. Other she said than... she was a witch. So, she's a, so she is a witch. Yeah, she's a witch. She goes to a magic school called Hogwarts. She's in seventh year. Weren't you paying attention? <laughs> seventh year? Yes, she's 17, in case you couldn't tell. So she's, um, in, she's in her seventh year. So, like, she's, like, this is, like, right before Deathly Hollows. I um I don't believe it really intersects with Deathly I mean, Hollows at all. I assume, since Draco's there, um, I'm trying to connect the dots, and I'm wondering no. where Star Wars comes in. Uh uh somebody's a vampire and i think darth vader comes in at some point um for example there's there's a breakfast scene where she has count chocula cereal with blood instead of milk um first off i'm not 100 percent sure how selves would get count chocula second we're like all right we got one student who gets blood like i don't think that's accurate also, who, who when they're, like, introducing okay. themselves, lists everything, like, this is my character bio, like, puts no, everything in the is... character bio in the first chapter. Listen, this is a very particular spoof off of Mary Sue fan fiction from the early 2000s, where you would say, my name is Laura, and I'm an elf. This is what I look like. I live in Rivendell, and I'm in love with Legolas. You know, it'd be like stuff okay. like that. There was a lot of this self-insert fan fiction, particularly in the Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter uh, fandoms. Hey, I was incorrect. This is not a crossover with Star Wars. I'm thinking of something different. Um, but this is this is pretty much a 
Harry Potter. Uh, it's a Harry Potter fanfic starring Ebony Darkness Dementia Raven Way. Um, and darkness has an apostrophe in the middle, so it's like dark ness. Like thorax, um, like T H O R hyphen A X E, thorax yeah. the impaler. That's an old G4 joke, kids. And she's in love with Draco, but like Voldemort's trying to kill her because she's a vampire and he hates vampires. Why would uh, he to, but he loves werewolves. This is, so, he's, so, so Voldemort's team Jacob because he loves so. vampires. I mean, he, lo- so, he hates so, vampires, but loves werewolves. Okay. This is not. In my opinion, I don't think this is a sincere effort at writing something. I think this is like a deliberate parody of these of these sort of things. But I can tell you my absolute favorite Lord of the Rings uh, fanfic, something called Legolas by Laura. It's my very favorite. This one is a real fan fiction, and it was written by a girl who was, I believe, 10 years old, only because the main character is also 10 years old. And I'm like... Oh was yeah, it you? Meg. Was it you? No, are it you, wasn't me. You, it wasn't Laura? me. But is your pen nope. name Laura? <laughs> no, uh, my pen name was uh, Ices. E I C Y S. That was my Lord of the Rings pen name that I used. Um, I'm gonna read you just the first two paragraphs of. Oh, do you know what? Three paragraphs of Legolas by Laura which I would like to do a full thing of, but we're kind of reaching the, the end of our, of our thing. So this is just a teaser for someday. I'll do a dramatic reading of this whole thing. Uh, I'm going to try and pronounce the typos as best I can. All right. Legolas was riding along the woods and one day he found a baby waped in cold. So then he got off his horse and went to the baby. And then Legolas said, who left you here, little one? And the baby just cried. And then Legolas picked her up and hold her. And then the baby stopped crying. And then Legolas said, your name is going to be Laura. And then Legolas and the baby went on the horse and went back to the castle where he said, father, mother, I found this little baby in the woods. Then Legolas' mother got up and walked down and said, how can people put baby in the woods and to die? First period. (laughs) Then Legolas said, we are going to keep her. And Legolas was happy for some rising. Ten years later. Legolas got up and went into Laura's room and said, good morning. And Laura said, good morning, too. Then Legolas said, what's the matter? And Laura said, Legolas, I want to know to ride a horse. Then Legolas said, okay. And then Legolas said, first you get dresses and have something to eat. And then we will go for a horse rid lesson. Mean while Strider <laughs> and Gandalf was riding towards where Legolas lived. And then Strider said, Gandalf, I did not know Legolas had a sister. And then Gandalf said, I did not know as well. Meanwhile, at Mondor, the Dark Lord was planning, planning to kidnap the princess, but not the boss of the orcs came and said, I'll get her for you, sir. And then the Dark Lord said, yes, you can. Meanwhile... Legolas and Lara was horse riding and then Laura said, Legolas, who's that? And Legolas looked and it was Gandalf and said, that is Gandalf and Sturdier. And then Strider said, Legolas. And then Legolas said, Strider, long time seen. And then Strider said, how's you? And Legolas said, I am fine. And then Gandalf said, who's this then? And Legolas said, meet Laura. I found her in the woods when she was just a baby. 
Laura was shy at first and Legolas said, Laura, come meet Strider and Gandalf. And then Laura said, hello, I am Laura. Legolas said, she is the princess. And Strider said, she is so cute. And then Legolas said, that will be my fault. And then Gandalf said, why? And then Laura said, he protects me, that's why. And then Legolas looked up and said, I think we should go back to the castle. And Laura said, I can feel it too. Anyway, those are the first three paragraphs of Legolas by oh, Legolas by Laura. The the whole thing is maybe another page and a half long, but is, we'll save it is, for another time. There is a two minute and seventeen second live action trailer on YouTube that's Legolas <gasps> by Laura. Oh um, my gosh, that, that sounds amazing. Yes, I feel like that should be something. We both know people. We do know people. We know people. We can act this entire thing. We should voice yeah. the entire perfectly. I would love that. Um, I will say um, a few inaccuracies. Um, uh, I don't believe Legolas has a mom. Um, all we we ever only ever meet uh, Thanduril. So I mean, there's also in not the a lot Hobbit of Hobbit like, movies. In the Hobbit movies, we find out she there? died dramatic. Oh. No, she died dramatically off screen a couple hundred years ago. Ah, uh, okay. In the books, uh, Tolkien was just like. Ow. Uh, <laughs> he's like please i'm not writing any women characters unless i I've, know they're gonna marry someone else i've already got one like that's all we need three i've only got one in the first book two. Oh yeah uh, I forgot arwen. About arwen yeah arwen <laughs> and galadriel although arwen in the first movie takes a lot of glorfindel stuff like in oh, the first yeah. book arwen uh, pretty much like sews this gorgeous tapestry what's but what's, uh what, rosy cotton no not rosy not the one that um the sweet maiden with the golden mead um not oh, her that's, uh, it's aowen she's oh no uh uh no like that that's what the uh one of the hobbits says when like he's leaving with Rosie and Sam's like, watch your sweet nothings um, as they're lead- leaving before Gandalf shows up with the ring or, and he's like, put it in the fire. Yeah. Um, Tom Bombadil has a wife in the first yes. book. So. She's like a, she's like a fae or something, right? Isn't she like a, probably a, a tree gnome or something. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah. She's something uh, magic. She's something. Oh, Tom Bombadil, Tom Bombadillo. Uh, I think we're, getting more off topic than we, we did in are, the sonic we are, episode we're so off topic and i wanted this to be an hour episode this is two now Oops. so uh we messed up there um real quick before we before we speaking of dramatic reenactments you, have you seen that that tweet that goes around it's just a little uh, little meme thing not if of, it went around in the last three no weeks. this is this is old um it's that okay. one where it's like uh reading an audiobook for eight hours or uh, listening to an audiobook for eight hours, and then at the very end, then, it's just out loud. Wait, out loud? <laughs> I'm gonna do yeah. that. I'm gonna do that. I'm going okay. to record eight hours of me just going like, <sighs> like just like just like efforts and everything, just like mm-hmm. drinking and like maybe throw some chips in there, um, and just be like, and then at the end, be like, oh, out loud, <clears throat> like yeah, that I want to do that and upload it to YouTube, and it's just like Josh reads the Hunger Games. And uh you should read Warbreaker by Brandon Sanderson. Never gonna stop trying to get you to read more Brandon Sanderson. I got this. By more. Oh, Mistborn. I got Mistborn. That's a good I, one. Read that get, on I, quote audiobook. I didn't get very I didn't get very far. 
ash fell from the sky. Yeah, you're kind of stuck in the prologue right now. Like it's uh, it's, it's very draggy, and I'm kind of spoilers. Like, yeah, spoilers for Mistborn. We don't see those first chapter people besides Kelsier really again. So so can I skip it? Matata. Do I need to finish it? Yeah, no, you can you can skip that first chapter. Uh, Kelsier goes into the house and kills all of the noblemen and brings back the girl that the nobleman kidnapped to have for that night. And he sets all the ska free and then heads out I do out like that they're the called ska. ska. These are my ska, people, the ska. ska. Um, they've you been through a lot. They're not ska. even a real uh, genre of music, but they did come before the reggae people. Right. So, <laughs> um Anyway, uh, yeah, this was fun. Uh, thanks to uh, our sponsor for this episode, uh, Wild Bill Soda. Um, go to drinkwildbills.com. Get yourself some delicious craft soda. Because, um, I mean, if you've noticed, if you're watching the the video podcast, I've been drinking water this whole time. Um, what I could have been drinking to stay hydrated was some delicious Wild Bill Soda, like some Gatlin Grape or some Birch Beer or some Six Shooter Sarsaparilla. Um, they've got delicious craft sodas, and if you, uh, we have the link in the in the show notes. Uh, and if you go to their website and use code Fandom10 at checkout, you get ten percent off your order. You can get a whole thing where you get one of their really cool steins and then like a full twelve pack of uh, of their stuff for free. Um, and it's a nice little special that they have. Our ten percent code works on that, guys. Get yourself some. It's awesome. It's delicious soda. Um, and yeah, and you're supporting uh, local stuff. It's not it's not a big business like Coke or a Pepsi um, that have been around forever and take I don't know what they do. Um, Meg, where can everybody find you? Well, eventually you can find me again on Twitter um, at Third Child Art. I'll spell down. You can also find me at the same place on Instagram uh, at Third Child Art. Um, and then every other Wednesday, you can catch me with the crew of the USS Horizon playing Star Trek ad- RPG Adventures over on twitch.tv slash typecast RPG. Nice. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Josh L. Kane. You can find the podcast on Instagram at What's Up Fandom and on Twitter at What's Up Fandom PC. All episodes available iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, Google Play, Spotify. YouTube and on our website, animationstationpodcast.com. It's weird to say that because they're actually, if they're listening to this episode, they've already found it. But it's one of those like, tell your friends, send them the link. We're on everything. If they're like, I don't have iTunes, I have an Android phone, send them the Spotify link or the Stitcher link or just send them to YouTube. Start spreading the news. We've got a podcast today. Want all of you to listen. To what's up, fandom? Just kidding. That's perfect. Didn't even rhyme. Um, and uh, remember, you can uh, always uh, find us on bloody Twitter. There we go. I got to use it. Yeah. Um, I have. It'll no become a more natural works. part of the podcast recording process. Yeah. We've. I've got a soundboard now, so it's great. Y'all gonna get. We we got we got stuff planned. It's gonna be fun. Um. So yeah, uh, guys, thanks, thanks so much for uh, for listening, everybody. Um, and I guess on that we can kind of we can kind of wrap things up. So uh, for uh, what's up, fandom? I'm Josh, and I'm Meg.